Hey everybody, and welcome to another installment of the Uncredible Gamers Podcast, the show where three people with varying levels of gaming experience play a game each month and get together to discuss it so that you can relive and revisit some of your favorite gaming moments. This month we played one of my favorite games of all time, and one of what is, I think, the best examples of a game that broke the mold and is remembered by many with a reverence for having done so. The game is 2012's Journey, and if you haven't played it, I hope our conversation convinces you to take the time to go and play something truly special. Okay, let's go. So I do, I do have a quick... <laughs> so I gotta tell ya. What is I gotta that tell thing? ya. I, well, okay, so here's the, here's the thing. So... Sean, you know, Ashley and I, we've been remodeling the basement. You've been right? living down there, yeah. We've got it all painted. We've got the feature wall up. You yeah. know, I've got the projector up because, mm-hmm. you know, got to go big. Yeah. And we've got the elliptical behind me from like 1857. That's still cranking. <laughs> and I came down and I've been really trying to exercise. I've been trying to be better. Yeah. Right. And so I came downstairs. And I will, I will note it's been particularly cold today. Yes. And it's going to be really cold. It's like going to snow in, in the middle of spring here. Uh-huh. And I went to put my shoes on and I moved something out of the way and there was a spider on it. Uh. Not on my shoe, but on the thing I moved. <laughs> and then I was working out like I was on the run from something. I was looking around I was like, <laughs> like behind me on everything. And then I'm like, crap, we got to record down here tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> now the and spidey went, senses are tingling. And I went and told Ashley that there's a spider, and she said, well, we got to burn the house down. <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyway, so if you see us like looking all over the place, it's us being on feeling high the spiders around you. We are on, well, no, thanks, but it was just saying we were on high <laughs> alert, was where I was going. But We are uh-huh. on high alert. So, what, <laughs> what prompted. Uh, my look at him is all of a sudden he, I don't know if you saw him, Sean, but he all of a sudden like goes cross-eyed. Like he was like looking at something on the ceiling. No, I think a fuzzy flew down in front of my face and then I like thought it was a web. Of course. What else could it be? Exactly. Fits the pattern. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So today's game that we're going to be talking about is the winner of IGN and GameSpot's 2012 Game of the Year Awards, as well as the DICE, the, the acclaimed DICE Awards of that year. And it was a big deal because this is like a small little downloadable game made mm-hmm. by a team of like 12 people. Those are big awards. Yes. And of course, that game is Journey, made by that game company. So... Sean, that game company is the name of the game company. Yeah, yes, all lowercase, all lowercase, <laughs> yep. one word, that game company. So before I do my whole spiel uh-huh. about a little bit of trivia and background on the game, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it to Sean. And what was your, you know, what was your previous familiarity with the game Journey? Yeah. So before playing this game, the only thing I really knew about it was that. Obviously, it was one of your favorite games. I think you. I think it might have made your list when we talked through our favorite five, or it was an honorable mention. I feel like you mentioned it. Anyway, being your brother, I <laughs> have known that um, it's been one of your favorite games and that it is a favorite game because it is so different and because of how visually beautiful and stunning it is to the point of like you have um, artwork in your house that is from the game or inspired by the game. That is all I knew about it. Um, so I was prepared for an experience that I hadn't had before that was going to be nice to look at. Um, and I still underestimated the experience. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to lead in by saying, this was a game that you would not stop trying to get me to play for the past <laughs> yeah, 20, yeah. 10 years. In a way. I think I said that in a way, but without saying it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just me saying, it's like three hours. <laughs> That's all it takes. I mean, yeah, it is like, it is a game where you can't die that only takes two or three hours to play to completion. It's right on my alley. It's <laughs> so, so actually, sorry I didn't I, listen to you, you know, until we had a podcast to do so. That's okay. I have your apology on uh, 
on recording, so for the world here. Uh, so Ashley, you know, I was, you know, we were together when this game came out. Mm-hmm. We were living, we were not quite living together, actually, when this game came out. No? No, you had an apartment down in Lafayette, and we were, you know, mm. yes. I was there. I was practically Technically, living Technically, we there. had different addresses, but, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I I first played this game on the couch at that apartment. Cool. And I do you remember anything about this not game? Not at all. No. Nope. Not in the least. Yeah, I think you had a <laughs> you had a project due where it was like you were. You oh, had it to, was that. It was around that time. I think it was around I that. Think time. That was my first all nighter working on an anatomy project. With the ear. Throwback. Yes. So yeah, I think I knocked that game out while you were doing that, and so you had. You were focused. I could not be bothered. <laughs> I had a deadline. <laughs> okay, so you're, you're, yeah, your past with this game is you overhearing me tell Sean you got to play this game. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I know that you have uh, the soundtrack, which after having played it, totally makes sense. It's great soundtrack. Yes. It, well, yeah, and we'll get into that. But, it, you know, this is all just by way of me subtly hinting to everybody in my life, hey, play this game. Like, <laughs> I'm going to incept the soundtrack in your brain. And we so get it. You, we get it, Brandon. You have good taste. This is a validation <laughs> of that, of you, that your recommendations hold weight. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Yes. <laughs> So, okay, so let's get into the the rigmarole. All right, so Journey, as I mentioned, made by that game company. What's kind of interesting about that game company is that they were kind of working alongside of uh, Sony Santa Monica, which is the studio known for, like, the God of War games. They're one of Sony's, Uh I would say, tentpole, you know, one of the three big studios that Mm -hmm. they have. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were kind of like an incubator to some of these small indie teams, or they did back in, back in the early or the late 2000s into the early 2010s. And the, this game was the last game in a three game contract that that game company had with Sony. Mm. You might have seen maybe their second game called flower, which was Mm. a PS3 game that used like the yeah the, was that like essentially axis. preloaded on the PlayStation Three or something? No, I don't think no? it was, but okay. I think it was one of the first games that I bought on okay. the PS Three. All right, um, yeah, and but yeah, it was you know it was you could control like a bunch of like the wind with your six axis controller. And then like you, you move these flower petals and you, you know, it was very kind of experiential, hmm. a lot like journey in that way. I remember that's the game that I showed mom at the time. And she was like, Oh, maybe I could like video games. <laughs> I do this remember is, this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the game before that was, I think also out on PS3. I'll edit that out if it's not right, but it was, it's a game called flow. I, I never played Flow. I don't even know how to describe it. As you can imagine, with that game company games, they're kind of hard to describe if you haven't like sure, picked it up before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of, and of so, similar concepts, though, it sounds like with the yeah. at least with the titles. Uh, yeah, very yeah indie experimental, right? Mm-hmm, experimental mm-hmm. and experiential, let's say. Ooh, that's nice. So, thank you, thank you. You, you are. Do you want to send a resume in for I was cop- proud copywriter of that. I was proud for? So the kind of mastermind behind Journey or the, the, the guy who gets a lot of the, the accolades is Genova Chen. Journey is his brainchild. Um, and I think I mentioned that the team was 12 people big. It's impressive. Yeah. I think they had a lot of the tools that Sony Santa Monica allowed them to develop in, but still even with just, you know, their 12 people team, 12 person team, it's uh, mm-hmm. quite the experience. And maybe most laudably, you know, the person who... I don't know Sorry. if I know what that word means. <laughs> a lot of ten dollar words. <laughs> so, <laughs> so a, another key component to this game is the soundtrack, as actually Ed mentioned, right? Yeah. And this game was composed by Austin Wintery, who is now a podcast voice on the Play Watch Listen podcast. Go give those guys a listen, as cool. I'm sure you have checked out before you made it your way to this one. Um, <laughs> but he was actually nominated for a Grammy for the soundtrack. Oh, wow! You cool. could do a Grammy for. So the category, um, games? yeah, the category was best score soundtrack for visual media, okay. and he was up against Hans Zimmer for the Dark Knight score, oh. um, Trent Reznor, I believe, of Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, fame. I've heard that name before. Yep. Who is now like a pretty well known composer for like movie scores? Uh-huh. Um, 
he scored the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo soundtrack hmm. or, or score, and then he won the Grammy for that. But, gotcha. you know, it, I mean, you've got like the it's mostly movie scores. Right. right, right. And then Austin Wintery for Journey, which was have any other really video cool. games been nominated for a Grammy? I don't know. You got to give me those questions ahead of time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that that was going to be a topic. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So buckle in on this one. Talking about Grammy specifically, Journey is the only video game score nominated in the visual media arts category since video games were allowed in in 2012. However, a song from Civilization Four. Baba Yetu from composer Christopher Tin won a Grammy for Best Instrumental Arrangement Accompanying Vocalist for its placement on his album Calling All Dawns. In other words, not for its placement in Civ 4. Now, there are, of course, a whole host of other awards for video game music, such as GDC, DICE, VGA, etc., uh, that should, of course, be acknowledged. Back to the show. And yeah, so as I mentioned, Journey was like that year's game of the year for many, many outlets, which was sort of a big deal because that title typically didn't go to independent or, you know, these smaller Uh experiences. You know, it was only downloadable at the time. You cannot, it didn't exist on a disc. You couldn't go to a store and buy it. You had to get it through the PlayStation Network. I should also mention that was a PlayStation 3 exclusive. So (laughs) that's, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Not anymore, though. It's, like, available on Steam and things of that nature, probably. Give me, like, two seconds. Okay. (laughs) Turns out if you Google Journey, the game is not the first thing that comes up. So Journey was re-released on the PlayStation 4, which is how we all played it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And then, yes, it is on the Microsoft Windows Store. Okay. I don't know if that means it's on Steam, but it's, it's available on Microsoft Windows. Yeah. And iOS. Okay, to clarify, Journey is available on PC via the Epic Game Store, not Steam. So, yes, yeah, so this game can be played outside of the uh, PlayStation ecosystem mm-hmm. today. And highly recommend it if you have any of those platforms and you haven't played this game yet. Because yeah. it is something. Nice. I think that is a nice lead-in to the game. Yeah. For sure. What is this game? <laughs> yeah. Great question. I don't know. So before we get it's too journey, far. It's a journey, man. It's a journey. Yes. So before we get too far, Ashley, what did you think of your experience? Without like getting too into the weeds, what was your general thoughts on the experience? I really had no idea what I was expecting going into it. I didn't really know what it was about or what the goal was. I still don't really know what the goal was. I mean, it's kind of an abstract game and you can mm-hmm. read into it in a lot of different ways, I think. But my general consensus is that it was a very pretty game and it has a lot of good messages, I think. And it was fun. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Sean, what did you think? Uh, yeah. Highly enjoyable. Um, I like I, I kind of already mentioned that like a game that you can't get hurt or die in really that has a finite map you know like there is only one way forward and that is completable and attainable in one sitting that is the video game player that i am (laughs) Um, so uh, i uh, really enjoyed that aspect of it and yeah unlike a video game experience that i've had i think what did you think brandon i mean you loved the game but you only played it you had only played it one time through right before picking it back up for this purpose yeah, yeah. So this was my second time through. And, you know, when this game came out, there was a conversation at the time. You know, are video games art? Uh-huh. Can, you know, can video games be considered art? I think if you look at like Super Mario Bros and Donkey Kong, you know, a lot of um, older folks uh-huh. look at those things as just things that entertainment. you do. It's yeah. entertainment. How can that be art? It's just a, it's a puzzle. It's a... activity and i think that this game really puts the nail in the coffin of that argument Mm -hmm. i don't think anybody can honestly look at this game and play this game and come away thinking that video games can't be art in a way it's a reductive conversation that is kind of pointless to begin with sure (laughs) sure but you look at this and you say okay this has a loop it has a gameplay loop you know it's directly relating to your input you know things you're doing 
is controlling the character and there's a goal and there mm-hmm. are consequences at some point. Right. Yeah, you lose your scarf. Like certainly if you don't sure. do the right things, you don't progress. Yeah. And then, yeah, like Ashley mentioned, there are points where your your scarf, which we'll get into, <laughs> there are penalties associated with certain behaviors. But all that being said, it is among the most beautiful pieces of interactive media that yeah. I've seen. And then couple that with the score, couple that with the just the the purity of the gameplay. I mean, it's just it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic the second way through the second time through. Well said. Thank you. So, you know, we're going to just, we're going to go through the game. And then I think as we go through, we'll try to pick apart <laughs> what's yeah. happening. Like, what is going on? Sure, sure. What does this game mean? But that being said, you know, we are the uncredible gamers. And so, you know, I wrote my PhD thesis on the conflict between Mario and Bowser and how that relates <laughs> yeah. to Batman and Joker. Uh-huh. <laughs> For a second there, I was like, Brandon, you, you don't have a PhD, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah. No, of course I didn't. But, <laughs> but that's the extent of my typical analysis. And so getting into Journey is a very, is a very heady game. For sure. So, mm-hmm. we'll, you know, we'll do our best, but bear with us as we Check. go. So the game opens and you are playing this character that is dressed that, well, I don't know if it's dressed or is just basically a robe Mm yes, with some eyes and, and uh, you don't start off with a scarf, correct? You start off scarf lists, but you are, you are sort of, you start on the top of this hill and in the distance, you can see a mountain with a light on it. Yeah. It's almost like you have descended onto this, right? Like... Don't don't you start your character kind of landing, like maybe from some place or somewhere else? Oh, I don't remember if that's how it starts. I know that's how it ends. I think it just opens, and you're on, the and you're gear. just on. You just wake up on the dunes, and I think you're. Okay. I don't know if you crash land or if you just stand up, but you 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 do go from a laying down to a standing up position. So the game opens with a shooting star. And then a cut to our character waking up. So I think Sean and I are both right. Zero points awarded. So you start, and maybe my main criticism, and my only criticism with this game, is you start by uh, moving the camera with the accelerometer in the controller. You Mm -hmm. tilt the controller and the camera moves, Mm -hmm. which so many times throughout this game, there was some cinematic and I had like rested my controller sideways and then it would pick up on me and the camera would be panning this like gentle (laughs) pan. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to look at? Like, what's the scene going to show me? And then I realized, oh, it's me. I'm controlling this and I just need to move. (laughs) And that happened frequently, actually. Um, But so you start... Uh, and you kind of walk down this sandy dune, slide a bit, but you can't jump. You can't do anything. You can just move. Right. And this- Which I appreciated the, the fact that I didn't really have to learn a whole lot of button moves. Exactly. Yeah. No, the, you have basically three things you can do in this entire game. Yeah. And you learn them all in the first five minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so you move, you start walking, your footprints leave... Mark trails in the sand, which in 2012 was a kind of a big deal. I thought, yeah, you know, this the sand. I just remember as soon as the game starts, I thought this game is prettier than anything I've seen mm-hmm. in video games. Mm-hmm. And then you make your way to a ruin that you crawl up on. I can't remember if you learn how to call first. You know, make that sound wave mm-hmm. that um, sends out a bit of an energy, or if you'd get the symbol first and you learn how to jump. But anyway, these two things happen pretty quickly back to back. Right. But you you get your first symbol, which is this white thing that appears throughout the game. And then with this symbol, you get a scarf that starts to grow out of your out of your robe. So let's talk about the scarf pieces. What the hell are these things? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, I mean, we're clearly in some kind of ruins, maybe an ancient in some way, shape, or form, some type of ancient area, city. So are these relics left from a different time that have some type of magical ability, you know, magical powers associated with them? Because there is a significant part of the game where, like, you are releasing these things, almost like they are living beings that have been trapped or 
yeah, you kind of help like release them out into the wild almost as if they're caged birds or something. So yeah, so I don't know. They're like, they're pieces of robe maybe, but also living beings. My mind went to a uh, magic carpet. Right. Yeah, right. there you go. Yeah. There you go. Because they like kind of looked like magic carpet pieces stuck. Yeah. And then they kind of had a life of their own as yeah. well. I love the idea of like a civilization built on magic carpets. Well, sure. <laughs> I'd like to live <laughs> That's there. That's fantastic. Yeah. This area that we that we come across, we don't see much of it at the very beginning. But as we move along, you can see these, basically this civilization or this the city was overtaken by sand. So, mm-hmm. And it has this sort of almost Mediterranean yeah. kind of feel to it. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just the color palette sure. and sand that evokes that that feeling, you know, but that's that's great. So you basically follow the the path of these, you know, these scarf pieces. And then you you get to a big area that's kind of the biggest ruins you've seen with a symbol in the middle and there's a bunch of these scarf guys mm-hmm. and then you can use your call and then they when you call they come to you mm-hmm. right yep. if they're close and right. then they energize you and they lift you up and then you fly you can f- kind of kind of fly across this uh this pedestal to this other place that's up high mm-hmm. and then there are these like little totems that you have to light up mm-hmm. uh, with your call like yep. an energize or something. And when you do that, these circles appear of light that you sit in and then your character sits down in them and is basically like bestowed a, you know, there's some sort of some sort of ancient memory or something that is shown to you. Sure. Some, yeah, some, something you get you get these little pieces. Yeah, yeah, some type of vision or map or yeah. 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 And then associate yes, and then associated with that well you have this like big uh person dressed in like a white robe that is maybe four, five times taller than you mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. looks down looks down on you and and then gives you this like history and as you go you find out more i didn't it was hard for me to kind of follow along with that yeah well it's super so, ambiguous it's like very abstract yeah i yeah, think yeah. i think now on my second playthrough i was kind of starting to piece it together and i think mm-hmm. the place that we came from had m- many of these little uh, would almost look like tombstones. Okay. Yeah. And I think that the, there were just many graves or something mm. in this area that we came from. Uh-huh. Um, and you could see on this on this pictogram or whatever, if that's a word, maybe mm-hmm. I just made it up. Or Sounds maybe that's good. not at all what this is. But you see your little character, but then you see many other similar characters sideways underneath the ground. And so I assume that mm. that was like a, a burial site or something. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So tragedy has happened. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Clearly. So then we continue into this next area where you have uh, like a bridge that has been broken. Mm-hmm. And then this is where we have maybe our first puzzle. And Ash, yeah. do you remember how we solved the puzzle for the bridge? I remember that you had to free a bunch of the trapped scarf pieces. Right. Yeah. So yep. you had to go around, you had to free all of those. Yeah. Is that the puzzle? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You had to mm-hmm. find each of these like cages. Yeah. And then they look so sad. They're just caught and trying to wriggle free. Yes, right? <laughs> yes, they were sad. Sorry, I didn't mean to like like pop quiz, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, <laughs> but as you free these little, these caged scarf pieces, mm-hmm. then they like kind of join together and form these, this bridge. Right. That you can like fly up <laughs> when you're, when you, you know, yeah, your scarf up. basically doesn't, yeah, your scarf doesn't ever. I was so worried about falling off of the bridge. Were you? I was. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have to go straight and I'm not very good at walking straight. That is a thing and, you know, that you struggle with. So there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Just hold, you know, yeah, walking straight in a game. Yep. I think you're getting better. I think you're better than you think you are. I'm getting better at walking. Straight, in particular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like you kind of said, Brandon, but yeah, like each different section we go on to is like bigger and bigger. Now we have this like whole huge landscape, whereas in the other places it was, yeah, these gravestones and then like this one or two remnants of a building. But now, yeah, we've got this big old like archway bridge looking area. And it's clear that, you know, I think upon reflection that something happened to these people. Like, like you said, Sean, these scarf pieces are in a cage and they didn't just get there, right? Like something put them in a cage. 
Mm-hmm. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't just end up in a cage, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think maybe you're starting to see. Well, all right, something maybe nefarious has happened to these people. Well, and you yeah. can tell that it was a, a grand civilization too. And this was a grand bridge that was yeah. bringing you into whatever area was going to be connected to, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And the bridge connects into the desert, which maybe isn't what I would expect would connect to a, uh, <laughs> a grand bridge. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I think this desert has more ruins, and but it is very vast and empty still, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. And you kind of continue along getting your little symbols to make your scarf long. I, my scarf was pretty long, I got to tell you. I, it was, a, I had a pretty good one for a while. <laughs> I was pretty we'll proud. We'll talk about that. <laughs> And then at some point in this desert place, we also find these caged things that really remind me of the magic carpet yeah. that are, they kind of look like a, a kite yeah. with yeah. a tail and you unleash them and then you can ride them. Right. Oh yeah. To yeah. the next one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then they take you to their friend who's also caged up and then, you know, you can just kind of keep hopping back and forth. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it was at this point when I had something that resembled another version of me popping around the the map uh, yeah, for the I had first one, time. I had one in the in the bridge before it, but yeah, I was going to bring that up, yeah. And so, Ashley, I know that you had one in the bridge too. Yes, I did. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I thought it was the game trying to show me where to go next. So I was like, oh, hey there, little buddy. Where am I supposed to go to next? Okay, you're going to lead me somewhere. I'm just going to follow you because I want to trust the game. I thought maybe that white-robed person sent this little buddy to me to show me where I need to go. So I was just following it around, and it didn't really seem to show me much at all. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think Brandon eventually, well, I don't think you ever told me. I think no, eventually, no. when I finished the game, you told me, like, yeah, that was just another player mm-hmm. playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was not helpful. <laughs> that's for sure. That person was just as lost as you were, Ash. Exactly. <laughs> and John, what did you, uh, what was your experience? Yeah, I had the similar thing in the bridge section where that place is, like, you have vantage points where you can kind of, like, there's lots of layers of, like, height that are in that area. So... I feel like I was up high when I first saw being like really far away, like a small thing. At first, I didn't know if this was like another element to the game of a time construct. Is this me in a different run of the game or, you know, or the same thing, but at a different time or alternate universe sort of thing. And then it was mine happened weirdly enough where we like ended at the same time. So we like both sat down to like receive the white being right at the same time. So then I was like, maybe this is a cooperative game where there, I there's like a buddy that's also on this journey. So I don't know. I, I do recall. Oh, I think it wasn't until the end of the game when it was like fellow journey. I can't remember how what the term was that they used, but it was like. You and know, then you found that you played with these nuts 46. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your journey. <laughs> so, because because that was the only that was like the only moment that I experienced another being character, you want to call it. So I didn't think of anything of it again until the end of the game, and I was like, oh, okay, so that's what that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah, like I mentioned, I ran into another person on the desert, and this was a hard one because you go so far pretty quickly when you ride these guys, and yeah. then yeah, so I'm like trying to hang with them, maybe because oh, this is my second time through the game, so I knew what the yeah. conceit was, right? Yeah, but it's. It's so funny that I mean we all three of us had an experience with another player. I think actually you ran and I think your list was like five players long or something. Yeah, I, I ran into a couple. And I'm yeah. like, man, it's impressive that so many people are still playing this game from yeah. 2012, right? Yeah, like, totally. <laughs> it's really cool. Totally. But yeah. um, but Ten yeah, I, I on a Tuesday night or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like who who are you people? Yeah, who aren't playing this for a podcast? Uh, <laughs> good for you. Yeah, maybe so, they are. Maybe. That's our competition. (laughs) (laughs) It's all people that are doing recap podcasts. Review podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I kept getting separated from my friend, and then I eventually just had to abandon him because he was was not moving at my pace, even though I was trying to go pretty pretty slow, you know? Yeah. It's not a game that you really want to rush through. 
Sure, sure. But still, even still, he was getting confused and lost. And so my guy was probably wondering, why does this person keep following me? <laughs> it is a cool thing you can like. <laughs> did, if you did can... at one point in time, sorry, did they, <laughs> did you guys do like the mirror test? Like, am I <laughs> move one way, move the other way? Like, right. If you both didn't know that there was other players in this game. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Well, you can like, you can charge the other's scarf. Oh, really? Very yeah. cool. So if you hang together, you can like, you know, be in. Feed off each other. Like energy. feed each other. Yeah. Huh. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Maybe there's something there to, sure. the, to the whole story. But anyway, so you get to the end of the desert. Yes. And you go through this, like, I think you go through this kind of long hallway thing. And you get spit out on the top of a dune. And then you start on probably, like, what's the most definitive moment in the game for me. When I started playing, I was like, yeah, this is one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. You start on the descent. Yeah. And, and Sean, how did this moment strike you? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I, it's like the best moment of the game, I think. And we're doing top three moments of this playthrough of this game, I think, right? Okay, so we forgot to intro what we're doing with our top threes this episode. Uh, so since the game is relatively short, we're only doing one top three category. And that's our top three moments throughout the game. So it is, in fact, my number one moment of the game, the yeah descent through the the city. Like, I think it is the culmination of what makes this game great. It's a killer soundtrack. Like, the music, it picks up and it's lively. And, uh, and then the motion is so fluid because it's like you're surfing or snowboarding, whatever, sandboarding. Um, it's actually, yeah, I, I put sandboarding through the city. Uh, yes, right, right. As my moment. And then the visuals, like it's like sun setting, purple, rich purples, and, and then the cities, and reds and clays and stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's my second favorite moment. For me, it was, like I said, the defining moment for the game. Because to me, this game is about movement. If anything, from a gameplay point of view, it's sure. all about movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about how do you move across the land? How can you hop from one scarf pile to the other scarf pile without losing too much energy so you can float and collect your symbols so you can float farther. And mm-hmm. and this part of the game is like, I'm going to force you to move in a way that's really cool mm-hmm. and fits the visual art style. There's that one part, like you said, you go corridor. through this big building, this corridor, yeah. yeah. And the camera spins 90 degrees. Yeah. So you have a profile of you... Yeah. spinning you can't see where you're going but that's not the point mm-hmm. no the point is to look at like the you, landscape this, yeah. yeah this dark figure with this beautiful landscape in the background and then you like hit that moment where you turn and you fly and you jump into the rest of the city oh my god it's just so special <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and it's not my favorite moment which is mm. which that's was like what's well, gonna be in the night what's uh, what's on insane. the docket right what's on the docket? actually i uh forgot to mention one of my top three moments as well. So my number one actually was putting together the bridge back in uh, stage two, the bridge. Mm -hmm. Why? It just culminated in this beautiful scene of how you released all of these scarf pieces that were trapped in the city. And then they came together and they lit up and they made this beautiful bridge. And I, I didn't really know what the game was about going into it. So my hope was that I was going to be releasing these scarf pieces so that they would reveal this lost civilization. So for me, I thought, great, I've helped them make this bridge. We are one step closer to unearthing this city. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. To touch on the bridge for a second, it's also, I think, one of the first moments when like, you get hit with a real pop of color. And this, yes. this game is about art, yes. right? I mean, it's not about art, but art is a major piece. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of oranges. You get a lot of yellows from the sand and the dunes. And it's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, some purples from the buildings. And it's a little, I mean, it's beautiful, but it's a little, it's like almost um, monochromatic in this sort of way. Or mm-hmm. it's all fixes yeah. one temperature. Mm-hmm. And then you hit the... You know, the bridges start being made and it's just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Vibrant red, I think. There's, yeah, there's something, you know, something is going on here. Mm-hmm. So Totally. Yeah, cool. so I, I agree with that. Point. So yeah, sorry, I missed my number one. <laughs> that's okay, that's all right. I mean, you have a couple stages within the descent. Like you get right. put in this like puzzle where you stop and then you have to unleash the scarves to open this 
to lift you up to like a to lift, there's a yeah. big wall or yeah you have to yeah to get over climb. and then you keep going mm-hmm. and then you go through more city yep and then you get like placed you go downhill quick yeah yeah <laughs> and then you fall quite a ways and then you end up in this like dark area yeah and this is the this is the tunnels that are underneath the city mm-hmm. yep and things start to get a little bit creepy here totally yes for sure so Ashley, I watched you go through the tunnels, knowing the whole time what was going to happen. How rude. But I could not tell you. <laughs> out of the goodness, out of the, you know, out of good conscience, I couldn't say what was mm-hmm. about to happen to you. Well, okay. So flashback to when I was discussing finding uh, those other beings in the desert or the bridge area or wherever I was at before. Yeah. So I find these other people that look like me and I think, oh man, they must be here to help me. I'm going to follow this person and see where they take me. I'm going to follow him. They must be a little buddy. Mm -hmm. And all we've encountered so far are scarf pieces that just need a little bit of help. So then we get to this tunnel (laughs) area and then we see these flying things that are kind of lit up and they don't really look scary. (laughs) And then... I just saw, oh, they must need my help too. I must need to jump on their back or something. And then, oh no, they were not <laughs> good guys. Because, yeah, we hadn't, gave had, it away. <laughs> we hadn't encountered any bad guys yet. So you follow the light because they are lit up. And in this, especially in this game, if you don't know where to go, you look for the light, right? Yes. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you follow the light because, as usual, and they had like a light on them. They did have like a spotlight. Yeah, that they were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then he hit me, and he took some of my scarf. He did. He did. I think that happened like one or two times before I decided, okay, that was not a fluke. <laughs> They're probably bad guys. <laughs> More than once. I, you know, just wanted to give the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Maybe I didn't like. Maybe I scared jump them. On- yeah, maybe it was my fault. I don't know. Well, I thought maybe I had to like jump on their back the right way and I didn't do it right or something. But either way, it happened like one or two more times. And then I decided, okay, not a fluke. You guys are bad guys. I got to stay away from you. So that was my experience in the tunnels. This is actually my third favorite moment. What? Is the, the, the only, it's like a jump scare. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. When you're walking, it's like half sunk. Uh, oh, <laughs> I see what's happening here. There it is. The surprise is not number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's like that, that like, cre- that creature that's like this, yeah. like, big snake, flying snake thing. What did you say? I don't know. They're Fish. like, they're like Fish. Leviathan, like, flying. I think they're aliens, frankly. Like, they kind of you- look like they're from uh, the Avengers. They're like big boulder rock things, yeah, though, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how else this is interpreted, or I didn't really do too much in like digging into like what Genova Chen, what his intent was with the story of the game. I don't know that he's talked about it or uh-huh. is interested in talking about it. I think he strikes me as like a person who's not going to tell you what his intent is and let yeah. that be up to your own interpretation. But sure. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but in some of like the pictures that you get shown, mm-hmm. I think it might be at the end of this tunnel, you know, you can kind of see this civilization using the scarves as like energy or like, it, it's almost like they're a resource that they're kind of utilizing to power their city or something. Yeah. And I think we're on like a allegory here. I think it's like a climate change thing maybe, or something along those lines. Like sure. Technology. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then these like serpent things were like attracted to that. I mean, yeah. clearly they eat those scarves. Or maybe these beings created, they used the scarfs to create these things to their own demise. Or Could be. Mm. Oh, they're like, it's like Terminator. Yeah. The AI, you know, Skynet got too powerful. Something. I could and see then, it. And I then what they it. had, and then they had to cage up the scarves because the scarves were powering their enemy they created you see mm. sure that's sure. deep that's deep yeah. that's good i don't know that's <laughs> that's, know. that's one Sounds interpretation but I yeah like these it. things like are it. terrifying and i i put this as number my number two moment um i think because of the like the juxtaposition against what we were just experiencing 
how you know it is like you fall <clears throat> down and now there's no vi- no more vibrant colors we're we're pitch black it gets pretty silent and that that's the other part of it like the sound design of this game is also great like the score is perfect and just like the subtleties of playing with the sand and now we're underground and there's like almost like a hollowness to what we're walking in and then we get the introduction of these villains uh, uh monsters for the first time yeah i i liked this uh like this moment a lot yeah and it also has this like kind of underwater vibe too like it's like blue and there's yeah it's yeah. almost like seaweed that's kind of like i don't think it is underwater but you get that kind of feeling absolutely um i think that yeah the movement of those serpent things make it seem like it could be underwater yeah and it's blue mm-hmm. very blue and there's like light coming through the the par- particles effects are they kind of make it seem kind of like things are floating and yeah 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 it's it's super cool mm-hmm. and terrifying i mean i jumped i was like was not prepared this is the second time i played it and i forgot you know that <laughs> i was like oh this it gets scary here but i didn't expect to like you know yeah. i was also playing with my headphones and it was loud yeah. <laughs> when that yeah. thing happened so yeah so you get to the end of this, and I think we talked a little bit about the pictures that you that you or the story you're being told. Also, there's like more of the white um, robed people who like show up to tell you the story. I don't know, or no, I'm sorry, not yet, not yet. I think you still have the one person. Mm-hmm. We'll get to a point where there where there's more. Yes. Um, and then we leave the tunnels and we get into it's called the temple, which is just this like big circular room that you kind of have to just work your way to the top of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this was the only part of the game that I was getting frustrated with. Just m- maneuvering. Yeah. Through. Because I'm not good with water, which you said that. Um, it mimicked. Yeah. Like a rising, yeah. rising water to me or whatever. Like what, rising it, water yeah. levels. Yeah. I took it as rising water. Brandon, you said that it was. Maybe rising or energy yeah. or something. It's like the energy that powers your, your scarf or whatever was like rising through the sure through the temple. But yeah. it, it worked like water because you could yeah. kind of like swim and. Either way, it was hard to jump out of it once you were in it. Yeah. For me, and there were times where you had to jump out of it into like a little cavernous room or whatever, mm-hmm. and that was a little bit difficult. Yeah, you you didn't make friends with your little scarf other scarf buddies well so i was uh cautious <laughs> now <laughs> after those flying monsters you. yeah when they're like these gigantic this is i think where we get our first gigantic scarf creature who kind of like looks like a whale or something and is like f- swimming around i was staying away from all of them now and you can like hop on him and there's and then they also start to look like jellyfish this whole thing has a very like clusters and yeah that are moving sea creature together. feel yeah, mm-hmm. and, you, and you can like just jump close to one to charge your scarf and jump to close to the other, and you just keep working your way up as the as the levels well, keep yeah. going In up. In theory, yeah. that's what you do. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I like this too, and I don't know. I just noticed that maybe this is to a fault, but <laughs> this is my number three moment. <laughs> well, my one, two, and three have been uh, uh, consecutively. Um, I don't think I can consciously planned that, but. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like this a lot. I for some reason I I'm pulling a lot of like Star Wars vibes from <laughs> some of this. I no, like- so let me back up. Let me back up. I didn't know where you were gonna go with that, but I can promise you, Star Wars was not what yeah. I mm-hmm. had in hear, mind. Hear me out, though. Hear me out, though. In in the in the sandboarding through the city, there's a whimsy to the music and the feeling of it of like having fun, which this game is came out well before it but it reminded me of like the introduction of ray oh. and like the, the well, you'll, have to, and, you'll have to tweet at austin winter and, and tell him that you think john williams ripped him off <laughs> yeah maybe or took inspiration you know okay yeah yeah sorry. Um, that was harsh, that was harsh. <laughs> i'm not gonna do my boy john john williams like that um <laughs> uh, but no there's there's like uh uh Ray's theme and like the introduction of Ray, there's like a whimsy to it. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I felt a similar feeling in the sandboarding thing. And then in this moment, I don't know why, but I was pulling treetops, Ewoks, and Endor sort of stuff. Like it, it reminds, I don't know. I didn't get temple from it. I got like nature treetops because it's, there's kind of a haze. There's, there's more greens. 
you know, in the visuals. I, I don't know why, but yeah. So I'm going to go back and, you know, when you said Star Wars, I had no idea where you're going to go. And I didn't even, th- I definitely didn't think you were going to go Ewoks, but I like, <laughs> I like, where I like how you tied it together. Mm-hmm. At the very end, there's like that bridge where the, where the, yeah. it's, it's, it mimics the bridge at the very beginning, how like the, the, the red, mm-hmm. um, carpet or tapestry is kind of growing out of the little platforms as yeah. you go. Yeah. And I can see how you get definitely like treetop vibes from those yeah. platforms connected by these ropes. I, and, yeah. I think that's what it is, but yeah. I like it. I like it. That's cool. Yeah. No, that's fun. That's good. And then you can kind of fly up that little tapestry that's created to get to the top. And that's where the fun stops for now. (laughs) Then it just gets brutal. Yeah. Because the next point is the mountain. So we've made it to this mountain that has been our goal throughout. Right. Right. You know, the whole journey is getting to that that, um, source of light at the top of the mountain that we see at the very beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we're at the mountain. And things are dreary. It's cold. Quite yeah. cold. It's. I love how your scarf like freezes on you if you don't use it. Yep. So it will just your scarf. Your scarf's energy, right? Will just sap without you jumping or anything. It'll just start to freeze over and sure. like yep. stiffen up on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have to keep using it to you, maintain it. It's like you use it or lose it oh. <laughs> on the mountaintop. Yeah. yeah. Well, I lost it for sure. Well, it yeah. just froze right up in those snowy winds. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you could unfreeze it temporarily by finding more scarf buddies. Well, at this point, mine was pretty short because I kept getting hit by those <laughs> guys. And there are more of them mm-hmm. that you meet on your way. Yeah. Yeah. And you're fighting against the wind now. Uh-huh. And I felt the cold coming out of the TV. <laughs> when they yeah. It's visceral in a way, right? We got like, more of those. Uh, gravestone sort of stuff which a lot more of the gravestones turn out mm-hmm. to be a barrier protection for you as yeah. you're making your way knowing how this game ends mm-hmm. i thought okay how many times have i done this like how many times has this guy this character done this journey like you know there's gravestones like have people tried to make this journey and then haven't made it and that's what the gravestones are or is this just a holdover from the past civilization or I got thoughts. I'll wait till the end, but I got okay, thoughts on okay, the game okay, now. I okay. think I've clicked. I've, I've I've got my I've got my moment. Or you know the uh, I've I see it. I see it all. All right. Nice. Well, let's just keep let's keep let's keep going then. So you yeah. power through the uh, the wind and the cold and your mm-hmm. scarf freezing and there's moments of respite. I think there's you know throughout you can find these like little hidden. Um, they almost look like screens that you can light up and then it lights up one of the like the pictures you've seen that you've been told i did um, not find those yeah yeah there's there's they're scattered throughout and yeah and then you're like going up this there's structures and you're going upstairs and right so something was on this mountain even and then you get really to like this the part that's the summit mm-hmm. this is my favorite moment i think is the summit because it's like very emotionally impactful. It's my <laughs> yeah. number three. Right, right before that is like the last. There is like an open, almost like a battlefield, like the final yeah, time right. with these monsters, which yeah. is where I. That's there's like these little kind of open field, and they're like now not just skimming the sand. They're like flying well above you have little areas that you can duck and hide from them but um i was unsuccessful a couple times and like they they really rock you yeah this yes me too this was the because because i knew what was coming in the tunnels i was able to avoid them uh right but here i got got yeah i got got. they dive bomb at you when they spot they send you flying which kind of can help sometimes get you uh, farther than you were but yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah so you get through those like gates at the very end or whatever and then you and yeah. you you get up to the the summit of the mountain which is yeah just, yeah you know snow everywhere around you um and it's not very clear where you have to go necessarily because right. it's like a blizzard mm-hmm. yeah um yeah. but you your scarf falls off as you keep walking there's you know your scarf just disappears on you and you just have to walk and trudge and like I mentioned, slower and, and slower, slower and sl- yeah, and this is yeah. this is my favorite moment just because of the sort of emotional weight of it. You're sure. so close, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And yeah. You, Ashley, you said this is your third. Well, favorite moment. I guess it's uh, getting to the top is my number three. Gotcha. Because you have have to 
persevere through yeah. so much snow and ice and weather. Well, and I think you die. Yeah. That's my interpretation of it. Like you collapse uh-huh. yeah. at the mountaintop. You just keep going and you, I mean, that's I like, mean, it's like 30 you... seconds of you or to a minute of you trudging and trudging and trudging. And then you just straight up collapse. And then you're like visited by those, by the white robed people who have been in your visions. Right. Yeah. Is it at this point before you collapse, isn't it lit up? Like you're literally walking into the, the white light. It's very bright. It's yeah. very bright. That's kind of how I interpreted yeah. it as well. Yeah. I mean, there's still, I think you can still kind of see the mountain ahead of you a little mm-hmm. bit. But yeah, I mean, yes, I, yes. I think that that's maybe part of the intent. But you collapse, mm-hmm. the white robe figures kind of surround you. Yep. And then you get back up, right? Am mm-hmm. I right? You get back and up. You walk until you disappear yeah well and but you get this there's like this tunnel of light that takes you up <laughs> and you go through this like this part looks star wars to me it's you can kind of see You're like, like in the a, sky now right yeah you go up yeah. into the sky yeah and i got come on this is you die here i felt kind of mario-esque mario yeah which mario the Old school Mario. Well, any of the sky levels, really. Oh, okay. Just because you're in the sky. It all That's comes it. back to Mario. That's it. You know, everything <laughs> can come back to Mario. Yeah. Because here you can also you see um, like the scarf creatures, basically. They're around you, for yeah. sure. But That's then, my number two moment, is seeing all these scarf creatures at the end here. So you get put into this, this part where it's blue. The skies mm-hmm. are blue. Yeah. There are like, you know, just uh, there's no more of the bad guys. It's all just these scarf creatures mm-hmm. and there's ponds and flowing water. You've made it through like the cloud cover to the very top of this section. Mm-hmm. So my interpretation of this is that you've died <laughs> and this is like heaven. Mm. You're on the other side and there's all these scarf creatures that are there and you can basically just continually fly. There's like a never ending stream of scarf things to attach to. Mm-hmm. And you just you go through these gates that are lit up. And there's gold things that are lit up throughout and you fly and the music's very jaunty and it's the after of this struggle that you went through, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then you do wind your way up to the top of the mountain and then you land, kind of, I think you do land in that area that is like between the two peaks that you can kind of tell is what we've been chasing this whole time. And you lose your scarf again and then you just walk to the end and that's the end of the game. And then you get the credits, mm-hmm. and throughout the credits, you see a little shooting star come from the mountaintop, and it just goes backwards throughout your entire journey, and it just goes over everywhere you've been. Hmm. And then it ends when it lands on the first pile of sand that you started. At the end of the credits, you, you can see who all your companions were, but then your option is to start a new journey. Right. Sean, you said you had thoughts. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, is this life? We we lived a life. You know, you may you make it to the end of your journey, and then where where one life ends, new life begins, and that's like the start of a new journey. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So um, like reincarnation kind of thing. Sure. Yeah, and like all the gravestones are some whose journeys ended at that point. But like in our gameplay, we were able to make it as far as we could. And then, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 see that. I took it more like the Greek or the King Sisyphus, who is punished by Zeus for something. I don't know. I'm not very good with my Greek mythology, but he yeah, is. Zeus, he liked to throw out punishments. Zeus was a, <laughs> he's a straight up jerk, dude. Like <laughs> dressing up as animals to go fornicate with human women very strange guy um i guess don't yuck your yum but whatever um so but sisyphus was punished by zeus to push the boulder up the hill but he could never push it all the way up the hill Uh it would always get to a point and then roll back you've heard of a sisyphusian task sure um that's what was my interpretation initially was that like you know you maybe you're cursed (laughs) sure okay you're somehow you're cursed to make it to the top of this mountain but you can never do it and so you get to the end 
and then you have to just start over again. Mm. But that's a kind of a bleak look at that. <laughs> that's pretty dark. <laughs> so I don't I like know. It. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe my inter- I like the I like the reincarnation spin yeah. rather than I like, the- I like Sean's take. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Sean's. Yeah. Says Ashley. I don't know. I mean, is there, and there's something to like those who've come before, like there is their story, which is what you're like uncovering. Maybe. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how the, like the ruins fit into that, but maybe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's maybe what informed my, my idea of it being cursed. You yeah. Know, is yeah. because clearly these, Maybe not clearly, I don't know. If if your interpretation of the civilization as having gone too far with using their scarf buddies, then maybe they've been, maybe they're punished. This is like a punishment. Sure. Maybe you're king, maybe you're Sisyphus. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> so, anyway. Who are the white that, beings? Are, maybe, is this a training to become a white being? Is Zeus. This like your training ground or whatever. That's Olympus. Oh, it's Olympus. It's the mountain, Mount Olympus. You're trying to get there. <laughs> mm, it all fits. So many it possibilities. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I love that. I mean, but that's what, the thing about this game that is special is that you can kind of have your own view on it and it doesn't directly tell you what it is. Right. And, you know, you can look at Tetris and say, well, maybe it's packing boxes. Maybe it's organizing <laughs> inventory. <laughs> but yeah. this, you know, this is a different level, I think. It's also yeah. been weird to chat about this game. You know, we like to have fun with the topics that we that we pick and like talk about how, you know, all the villains in Donkey Kong have been paid off by King K. Rule with their banana hordes. And the, yeah. this is a mafia yeah. like, you know, he's like organized crime of the King yeah. K. Rule Island or Donkey yeah. Kong Island, Kong Island. But this game is like, like you almost like want to have a reverence to it. It's so like it's art sure. and, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's been interesting to talk about it. And like, it's been hard to be super fun <laughs> because the game is so <laughs> deep. deep and yeah, like, yeah. You know, and Absolutely. we want to, like, you want to treat it with respect. Like, it's like, I need to handle this thing nicely mm-hmm. because it deserves to be treated kindly because yeah. it's so nice. So, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's been, it's been definitely an experience on my end of the podcast too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I want to shout out an honorable mention before I forget that didn't make my top three, but I, I love the opening title sequence of the game. I don't know. It's like built into the gameplay. The game starts, you like walk up your first little sand dune hill. And like as soon as you get to the top, you get the full view of the mountain. You get the full, you know, it's like a wide shot. And then it just pops up and says journey. I thought that, yeah, I liked, I liked that look a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's very special. So, yeah. And that's it. I mean, I think that's the game. Yeah. Yeah, the game wanna... of life that we're all playing. Oh, my goodness. Or no, are we no. Sisyphus pushing the boulder <laughs> up the hill? <laughs> you be the judge. Yeah. Will we record this episode tomorrow and try again? Oh, boy. Like Sisyphus? <laughs> 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 no, we won't. But anyway, I think that's it. So I I'm going to also... reflect with my thoughts. Yeah. I think it's also a lot about perseverance. That was kind of one of the messages I took from it, especially you had to, I mean, you had to push through a lot of different areas and helping those in need along the way, those little scarf buddies. Yeah, I like that mm-hmm. spin on it. I like that. It's, um, maybe that's the gentler version of my, uh, my you're being cursed take. <laughs> 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 you're uh, tasked to make things better by freeing the scarves. Yeah. Life is all about persevering and helping each other out. Good, that was I like my that. take. I like that. Extra special. I love that we each had like our own view of what the game was, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is truly, I think, the definition of art. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take your own interpretation from it. So. And, I, and every one of your takes is valid, I think. Mm-hmm. Like it fits the narrative and it fits the story of what yep. was being told. And it, it all meshes with your experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't point to Sean's take or Ashley's take and say, oh, that's wrong. Right. right. Like, you can't right. do that. Like, right. It's, right. Yep. Because it, it's equually valid. Mm-hmm. And so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like anyway. to hear what our listeners thought about their experience playing Journey. Yeah. So let us know. Let us know your interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, we'll come back next time with, uh, you know, Parappa the Rapper or something fun. We'll, we'll, we'll get out of this reverence so we can do something. Now. <laughs> and she looks completely confused. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> she was not, she did not grow up with Parappa the Rapper. I didn't either, for the record. I never played it. It's a rhythm game where you rap as a, a dog. Oh. I think you're a dog. Oh, sure. Whatever. I have no idea. I we'll thought you were talking about some character from a game that I was like, I'll get there eventually, but <laughs> <laughs> not in smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank yeah. you. Thank I love you. this. This is great. Yeah. That's a fun game. And we'll talk to you next month. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you liked what you heard, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're feeling really generous, leave us a review so that our little podcast can get into the ears of more people. Thanks again, and we can't wait to talk to you next month.